You never know when we're famous. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I can't even get my dad to listen to the podcast. (laughs) Becoming famous. My dad's like, I've listened to you two chatter on for 25 years. Why do I want to listen to it again? (laughs) Thanks, dad. Thanks. Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast. A daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe. Hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Good evening, Tassie! Hello! From sunny Prague 6. Yes, it's sunny over here in Prague too as well. I know. If the sun makes such a difference. It does. Lucy and I spent about an hour on the balcony today with full sunshine and we transferred some of our seedlings that we started during her spring break which feels like nine years ago because <laughs> um, that was kind of the beginning of all of this right right she was on spring break for a week and then she went back to school for a week and then um we kept getting you know because all the all the checks take like a two-week vacation they take like a week after uh spring break to make it a two-week ski holiday mm-hmm. and then we started hearing like rumbles of like there's thousands of people coming back from italy and your spring break is one of them <laughs> <laughs> and so i we kept lucy home two days earlier than they had announced that they were closing schools so right yeah um so it's been a hot minute it has it feels like forever but <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, it hasn't been terribly traumatic. It's just, it feels like it's been a really long time, you know? Yep. Well, I'm going to apologize in advance if my dog is a pain because he's um, quite active today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll mute myself if my dog becomes uh, a distraction, but... He probably knows it's day 30 of this podcast as well. Maybe he's she's we finally made it to being 30. on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, um, you need to stop this. We did. We made it to 30. Actually, this is 30. <laughs> yes. I'm not this lying. Is number not 30. In the diary. This is number 30. Um, Which that's just crazy, isn't it? You want to calculate how many hours of your life over the last month you've been on the phone with me? <laughs> <laughs> I <more> know. <laughs> it's funny we were more like texters before all this and now it's like I call you I text you I send you Marco Polos <laughs> no I love it yeah so the plan for today is no bullet points because the whole episode is kind of going to be a bullet point of the yeah. last 30 days Um, because we thought it would be a good idea to kind of reminisce (laughs) Mm -hmm. about where we started, where we've ended up, uh, the things that we've learned along the way. Um, so it's just going to kind of be a Jan and I wrapping up party, um, of this quarantine podcast. Yeah. Some things we've learned along the way, um, some things that have inspired us and, Kind of how we observe the world changing around us from inside of our <laughs> apartments. Yeah. 
So beautiful I'm... frog. <laughs> it is beautiful. I think we should start with things that we've learned uh, from a 30-day podcast. Yes. So um, this is funny because I had this idea when I was walking with Tony and I think I sent you like 14 messages and I was like oh and then this and oh and then this <laughs> so, so we won't bore you with all the things we've learned no. but um I think maybe for me one of the the most interesting things was you can finish a project and 30 days doesn't have to mean 30 days yeah I think it's it was true. really good that you and I both from like day three said we want to finish this but we're going to give ourselves some time here and there because I suffer from migraines and we know that those pop up every once in a while mm-hmm. and you have family and kids Panic and attacks. all <laughs> kinds of things going on in your own home um, yeah. and I think it was really nice that we um showed the podcast grace and showed each other grace by allowing um some flexibility in that Mm -hmm. and that's hard for me so I think that's the reason why I'm putting it as number one because I I sometimes really struggle with like a finishing a project and b giving myself the flexibility to let things wander in their own time and direction yeah it's one of the things that Andy always says to Lucy when she's painting and she she's a kid that tends to get very critical of her own work and you know get frustrated and cry sometimes when she when the thing on the page doesn't look how it, it felt like it should look in her head and Andy is always there with you know a painting is ends up being what it's supposed to be and it might not be what you had in mind um 15 minutes (laughs) yeah 15 minutes I was like one of the things that I've learned is that we cannot talk for just 15 minutes (laughs) it's a valuable lesson in knowing yourself like we cannot just it was like I think podcast number three that we talked for an hour and a half (laughs) I know I was like chopping out bits of things that we said to try to like get it to something and then we were like oh let's just make it was number four because it was like let's just make it two episodes and then we like I don't know why but I was like we have to release them both on the same day because we have to stay with the daily (laughs) podcast so we've learned it together we've learned you know to that that nobody else is keeping track that you know you don't have to be perfect you can just do your best yes and even our diehard fans Fred and Martha they <laughs> told that to us several times. I think from the beginning, I think like in the first week, I remember Martha sent an email and I read it to you that said something along the lines of like, make sure you're still taking time for yourselves, girls. This is a lot mm-hmm. of work. <laughs> it is. That is probably that. number one thing on my list is that before you commit to a 30 day podcast, you should know how to edit a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I am eternally grateful for your willingness to take on that beast. I was just like, well, I have the microphone. I bought it two years ago because I was thinking about starting a podcast then that I never got around to. Well, I I tried, but there were several like stymie points along the way that I just like kind of gave in. It's still in my brain, though. I still think I can do it. But 
maybe once all of this whole global pandemic thing calms down a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I think when you have to do something, it was really good for me. Like when you, when you say like, okay, let's do this. Then I was kind of forced to be like, okay, what's the easiest and fastest way that I can learn how to do this? Um, and I found like a couple YouTube videos and just figured it out from there. And, you know, our sound quality is not perfect. Our, uh, you know, we, we don't have like split tracks all the time. So sometimes we talk over each other or there's like background noise or something like that. But I mean, when you're putting out a 45 minute podcast every single day <laughs> to take out all of that stuff, would just be impossible. So I've just learned to kind of not expect perfection of myself to just mm-hmm. call it good enough and put it out there in the world and see how people react to it. Speaking of people reacting, though. What have been some of your favorite reactions to the podcast from people? Um, who? Well, I have really enjoyed that um, people that I am maybe not in contact with um, daily or or even very often mm-hmm. um, sent me very sweet messages along the way saying, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I saw it on your Facebook and I'm listening and I really connected with this or I enjoyed this, or I listen to you every morning when I drink my coffee. I was surprised by that. We had several people, um, tell us that they listen to us in the morning when they have their coffee. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's like, what a privilege that people allow us to spend a minute with them. Um, and I love that idea that you have a friendly voice that, you know, like I love listening to podcasts, but like when you actually know the person and you're connected to them and you feel that you're going through that with them, actually, yeah, my roommate from university, Kristen, that was one of my favorite things. She said, I almost texted you because I felt like I was in the conversation and I wanted to say, yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. I loved that too. When you sent that to me, that was amazing. Um, I also really loved Fred's letter. Yes. When he called us NPR and the embodiment of the library. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was really fun. Um, A fun way of thinking about it. And, uh, you know, appreciating our dorkiness. Compare us to <laughs> to NPR and the library. I yeah, I know that's so cute. Thank you, Fred. That really made my <laughs> week. Also, I was so surprised at how many people in the Czech Republic listen to us. Yeah, that's that's my wonderful students that can't get enough of listening to me. <laughs> Twitter splatter paint on <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> two every week they need more <laughs> yeah. yeah and the people those of you who have shared uh, our episodes on your social media or supported us in that way thank you so much I definitely yeah, want to say that grateful. yeah because this has been a really fun project and mm-hmm. what do you think it's taught you about yourself Oh, um, I mean, we did the like whole perfection thing, but (laughs) yeah, well, I think something that was interesting for me a little bit, what you were saying about like learning how to do the technology and figuring out how to edit, um, just how quickly 
we, I, but we to, together, were able to say, hey, we really want to know about this thing. So let's do some research. And granted, like, it's not PhD level research by any means. Um, sure. mm-hmm. But that given time and motivation that within 24 hours, like we would find really good resources, make ourselves knowledgeable enough to be able to talk about subjects that weren't things that we had any experience with before. Yeah, soap, like not our, in our wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. Love the soap. Um, the soap and- was really fun. That's our <laughs> most popular episode still, by the way. Soap. I, I can understand because it was my favorite one from all of them. Um, I think maybe this is the appeal of the soap on so many levels. Um, but that you, it's something that you do every day. Everyone yeah. washes their hands every day and we're told every day of our lives in some manner to wash your hands. And then to know the reason why it's like one of those little aha, like uh-huh. on top of the head moments. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I think for me really knowing, cause sometimes I, um, I think, oh, I need more time, or if I had time, I would learn about that, or I'll Google that Mm -hmm. later, and this was a good lesson in just go ahead and Google it now, and bookmark the article, and um, make yourself knowledgeable if it's something interesting. Yeah, for sure. I think what was appealing about soap was that it was, like, really reliable science that's not, not up for debate, and I think in this climate, anything that can give us any level of certainty (laughs) about anything or something we can count on, like we can really count on soap. Soap is there for us. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, Valuable player. You feel good. It's kind of fun. It's like, Oh, I didn't know that. Like didn't understand how viruses get broken down and that they're surrounded by fats and proteins and you know, like all of those kinds of little tidbits it's like science is so comforting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really thought about that before um, this podcast, that how comforting science, like good science can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an excellent way to, to put it. Um, just the, the comfort of having information. Yeah. You know what I've also learned about myself? What? Is that I really hate when when something like big and world changing like this happens and there's like all of these phrases that are coined that we like use to describe our experience. Like when everybody starts to talk the same way, it starts to bother me a lot, but like, I really, really, really despise the term, the new normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. those things do become a bee in the bonnet sort of thing when you keep the same thing over and over and you're like what does that even mean what will that mean three months yeah I mean one of the things you know like that old adage the only constant in life is change Mm -hmm. um you know (laughs) we're constantly adapting to change like constantly adapting to change and yes like there are definite points in your life where like milestones like you have a baby suddenly like your your normal every day is not your normal every day anymore so I certainly understand the sentiment behind it and why it would be comforting 
but I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that makes me um, think of something that I was thinking about this morning, because I remember in those first few days when we were talking, um, well, the first that first Monday when I started teaching online, and I was like, I didn't have time to eat. I didn't do anything. Like, I don't know where my day went. And yeah. um, it reminded me of when I got Tony. And I brought him home. And I remember the first week with him was exactly like that. I didn't have time to eat. I didn't know where anything was. I felt like my schedule was completely off. And then you adjust to it. And now Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine life without Tony. And he's just part of my daily rhythm. Um, And the same with teaching online. Like I have acquired many hours (laughs) um, now that I know how to manage myself. And just speaking to several friends this week, we've all said, gosh, when we have to go back, that's going to be weird. Like, how do you wake up and not have your coffee and go for your morning run and be ready for work at 10? (laughs) Like, how how am I going to be at work at 830? Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think the new normal is whatever is normal today because change is inevitable. Yeah. Just life just never stops changing. So I guess if you really can like protect your little environment and make it so that things don't really, I don't know. No, change, change is constant. Um, Cause our yeah, I do. change, our sight changes, our sense of hearing changes. Like we are yeah. constant little dishes of change. Um, yeah. Never stay the same. And would you want it to? No. So speaking of change, yes. um, we're not going to do this for another 30 days because it might end our 30 year friendship. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that sounds like we're mad at each other. No, I just mean that you'd be so tired of editing my voice. <laughs> we talked about dreaming yesterday. You'd be having nightmares of me talking in your ears. No, never. Uh, There's no. never enough taffy. <laughs> so we're not going to do it for another 30 days to save our sanity. But what is the plan? What's the change on the quarantine well, podcast? I think that it. I really enjoy doing it. I don't know. You can weigh in with how you feel. I love talking to you every day. Yeah. Well, it's I love talking to you, period. <laughs> it's fun. And I enjoy um, the research part of it. And I'm kind of excited to have more time to put into the research that we do on topics that we may discuss. So the format will change to a weekly podcast, which will be posted on Tuesdays from now on. Um so that, you know, we have a little bit more time to um, to research everything and edit everything. <laughs> and uh, and then I think I think it'll be a little bit a little bit better for it, you know, like because we'll have extra time to perfect it and get better at how we do different things. I think we've both learned a lot about organization of of something like a podcast and structure and how, to format an episode that that is better than another one like if we've had plenty of episodes where we've been like "Mm, not our best (laughs) yeah and we there have been one or two episodes that we just never that were never aired yeah (laughs) we we kept those in the vault because we were um, like "Mm, maybe not (laughs) yeah because even if the discussion between you and I is fine because we talk and it's good um yeah it didn't always work as a 
format to put out there on air. So, um, so I think that'll be great. And then also we were discussing that, of course, there are some little offshoot side notes. You want to talk to a couple friends. I still want to talk to a couple friends. Mm -hmm. So we're still going to be recording and putting maybe some bonus episodes out here and there. Um, if you're following us on Instagram, then definitely you'll find out about there or Facebook. Um, yeah, we're otherwise... from quarantine on uh, Instagram, and we don't really have a Facebook page for the podcast. Oh, but it's just our, <laughs> yeah, it's our individual pages. I don't know. Maybe we should make one, but for right now, Facebook annoys the hell out of me. So Same. I think just posting it publicly on my <laughs> account is probably about as good as I'm gonna. It's gonna get. Yeah, I agree. Um, or check the webpage because things will go up there. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's good. People can expect some consistency, but also some little extra bonuses here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, we, you know, you've gotten to hear from a few of our friends on several episodes um, up until this point, And I think we want to do even more of that. Um, as we go we forward, we have such cool friends. We do. We can't not share them with the world. I know, I know. And some of those friends really want to start their own podcast, so I think this could be really fun to. Yeah. You we'll know, just kind podcast of... birthing center. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should start our own, like you know, like there's like Gimlet Media or there's like. Oh, yeah, I heart radio yeah. or something. Uh-huh. We should start. We should be like the masterminds behind our own like podcast conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It'll be like nerds are us. <laughs> I just got a vision of someone in hipster black glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. We're like the furthest from cool hipsters that you can get. Uh, yeah. That's, nope. <laughs> I like if I, if only I could be a hipster. I'm so not I a hipster. I'm not just that not that cool. cool. I'm, I'm never gonna be that it. cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I well, don't know in Fred's letter. I don't know if I was NPR or the library, but um, <laughs> but I think that uh, yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with either one. Dorks I for think- life. I think you're NPR because you are very, um, like, you put things together. Yeah, you mm. round things out. And I think I'm the one that's like, there, here's this random fact. Go do something <laughs> with it. And you're like, oh, you know what we could do with that random fact? We could make an article about it. <laughs> that's true. I'm NPR. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like the human, the walking library. That is true. You're like an encyclopedia within a person. I love it. So. I love. I just love collecting information in my brain. You've always been a collector. You're a collector of people, collector of facts. It's true. Poems, sayings. Yes. I love collecting little things. Some of my favorite episodes that we have done have been the like poetry and the quote one, though. Yeah, me too. I found those like so just comforting to myself, honestly, just letting the power of words kind of seep into my brain and remind me that like 
Oh, it's funny because like the words that are coming to my head are like the end of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> when it's like, it's all happened before, it will all happen again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so like any of you Solomon. other geeks out there, sci-fi guys that love Battlestar Galactica, I'm here for it. And I also like, I think it's funny because the end of our episode is like, live together, die alone. Um, which is lost, and then you know it's all happened before. It's all happened again. Bringing <laughs> bringing Battlestar Galactica into it. Like, <laughs> did you know? I don't know if even you know this. Ooh, do me. you know that sometimes if we say something particularly funny before the episode uh, starts or after we're done recording, that sometimes I leave like a lot of space, um, and then I put like a little Easter egg at the end. No, I did notice that some of the podcasts are much longer than. Well, sometimes that's because it's two parts, and I didn't know how to like get um what's it called Garage Band to just only. Uh huh. Yeah, so like the second part might be longer than the first part, and so I have that audio still living in that file, and I didn't know how to make a shorter file. So some of it's because I forgot to like export it as an mp3 and then go back and chop that off um but sometimes there's little easter eggs oh my gosh i'm gonna have to go back and listen <laughs> I yeah just gave we away actually my secret. had an ongoing joke that we were going to make people pay to hear what we said before we started recording <laughs> <The dark> side. <laughs> yeah it was funny because um about midway through this podcast i think like I realized that I had set up, uh, I've just been using Skype's like in-app recorder uh, to record us. And I realized that I had downloaded when I was looking, when I was had started the other podcast or I had started interviewing people for the other podcast, I had downloaded this call recorder that splits the audio in two for you. So you can edit both, like, so you can edit out background noise a little bit better and if you talk over each other, you can take out like one one voice or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had um, downloaded this call recorder that I had set to automatically record all Skype calls because I never use Skype unless it's a podcast. Oh. And so halfway through this, I was like, oh, man, we should be recording this because <laughs> this is like the dark side of me and Tassie. And we, we were like, you know, silly. bantering about <laughs> U.S. politics or we like get mad about something and rant for a while. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, oh, that'd be really funny if that was recorded. And then I found that I had all these files sitting on my computer of, uh, us that, that was like from the beginning and to the end of the Skype call. <laughs> so I actually do have all of like, the audio <laughs> of us just like fully unfiltered talking <laughs> about politics, people like, you know, like not our friends or whatever, but like famous people or, um, like, oh my gosh, did you see this? Like, this is terrible. Or, I don't know, some salacious, opinionated <laughs> content. Because yes, exactly. we have been known to have a couple of those conversations when no one else is listening. Um, <laughs> I've never had an opinion in my life. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, no, not you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so now I have all this, this stuff. So we talked about having a Patreon to like raise money for a charity and putting like the dark side from quarantine. <laughs> so you have to pay to listen someday. to it. 
You never yeah, maybe. know when we're famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I can't even get my dad to listen to the podcast not to mention like, becoming famous. My dad's like, I've listened to you two chatter on for 25 years. Why do I want to listen to it again? <laughs> Thanks, dad. Thanks. That's too funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So for all those supporters out you, out there, thank you. But Rex Newbanks, sorry. <laughs> no thanks for you. I don't I don't blame your dad. I think I think <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> Rex is also a little bit like he's not so much into the podcasting thing and it's not part of his uh-huh. like normal normal routine. So he's not likely to start adding it now, I guess. Yeah, even I think... though his eldest daughter is doing it. <laughs> I think podcasts, even though they've been around for a long time, um, they are a little bit of a niche interest. Um, mm-hmm. And I know even in the Czech Republic with my students, it's only been in the last maybe three years, yeah. two years that people have really gotten into podcasts. A lot of Czechs so... that I ask have no idea what they are. Yeah. We can blame so. that on the Apple coverage in the U.S. versus the Apple coverage here. Yeah. I think that um, because podcasts originally came from Apple, so mm-hmm. kind of kind of shows. But <laughs> if there's anything that's going to bring it about, I think quarantine, because um, it's the same. I We talked about this, I think, in one of the meme shows, the jokes about on um, – Instagram that no one used Instagram stories <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and now like that's flooded with the Instagram live and Instagram stories so mm-hmm. Instagram is starting to do too much it's starting to make me uncomfortable because it's my happy place yeah yeah I don't like Facebook well, at all got bought by Facebook evil. there was once a like a quote somebody I don't remember it's back when I used to be on Twitter regularly I have since quit Twitter not not for any specific reason I think just when I had Lucy I stopped using it because Mm -hmm. I didn't have time to just sit and scroll through my phone and read a bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff Andy still is like a pretty religious user of Twitter but um there was a quote that was like Twitter makes you like people you've never met and may and Facebook makes you hate people you actually know (laughs) That's a good summing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think Instagram kind of fits into that category too. It makes you like mm-hmm. people that you don't know because they're producing beautiful things and showing it off. And also like there's imagery. It's imagery mostly. I don't follow a whole lot of like words accounts. No, no, me either. So just looking at pictures. Food, like I can... dogs, and travel. That's my Instagram world. <laughs> That's funny. Mine is like watercolor. I don't know. I follow some random stuff because you know me. I'm like interested in everything. So <laughs> like if if I get really stressed out when people ask me what I want to be when I grow up uh, because I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I want to do everything. Is that possible? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so how about the world around us? Um I mean, we don't go to we don't go to the place on this podcast where we talk about how we're reacting to situations like, you know, it, Italy or New York City, mm-hmm. um, places where it is 
not a good situation right now. Uh, it is definitely not under control. Um, how have you like observed the world changing around us? Um, I don't know because it still feels like uh, we're in the pod, the incubation pod of the world mm-hmm. changing. So yeah. um, as far as our little world here living in Prague in the middle of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually I had this conversation with several students this week and with friends um, on the weekend Easter talking about little things like um, Dr. Fauci. He said that he would like us to never shake hands again, that, that in his ideal world, humans would stop shaking hands. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to several of my classes and some friends about that, like, do you think that's possible? And I really think that that's possible because I can feel it when I meet friends now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not shaking hands, but it felt really uncomfortable at the beginning. But now it doesn't feel uncomfortable. And if I imagine reaching out and touching someone else right now, um, that would feel really uncomfortable. So yeah. I think that there will be social changes, small social changes like that. That's something small, but it's also something huge because it's a big part of our culture that Mm -hmm. will shift. I don't know if it'll completely, if things will disappear, if we'll find new ways to implement them. But that's where I feel like we're kind of in this incubator because we don't know yet how that's going to shift or if it totally will. Um, and, And then there are so many questions. Actually, Tara, friend of the podcast, Tara, she and I were talking about how we don't even like reading the future, futurology um, articles that are coming out. <laughs> I love it. I love them. Really? We were like, she and I, our discussion was nobody knows, like it's all speculation. Mm-hmm. And then you end up with this head full of like, what ifs? And it's just, I I'm uncomfortable with the what ifs because I have noticed that about you because I am the queen of what if, <laughs> um, my parents will tell you, my husband will tell you <laughs> that I am like constantly like, wouldn't it be weird if this happened? And what about if this happened? And do you think this will change this? And um, I've noticed that like if I start to talk that way with you, you're like, mm-hmm. and then like you move on to the next <laughs> subject. <laughs> and I was like, obviously that didn't really just don't want to talk about that. I, I, Hmm. I don't know why I'd have to like think about it and analyze it in myself yeah Um, well I think some people enjoy that that kind of thinking and some people don't and I think because it's all theoretical and you know I'm like at my heart I'm a storyteller like Mm -hmm. I want to tell stories like I was I felt like that was a big part of my photography career um and a big part of the driving force of why I've been attracted to the podcast format and also why I've been writing mm-hmm. um, because I'm just really drawn to stories. And I've been that way my whole life. Like, you know, me, you know, I'm always constantly telling a story. Um, and I think that those imaginings like are just, they sort of fit into this part of my brain that enjoys a good story, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it reminds me when I was a kid and I'd watch like the Jetsons and or, you know, all those um, like cartoons from the 1940s where they were trying to project what it would look like in the year 2000. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And I just always thought, like, well, that was pointless. <laughs> because you got it really wrong. And we I'm always like, Marty McFly, where's my hoverboard? <laughs> we always overestimate um, change, how quickly it can yeah, happen. change and how mm-hmm. fast and what we'll adapt to. Um, so I guess that that's, like, maybe that's the reason why. Uh, but, yeah. Well, I have a moment of calm for you, and I think you have a moment of calm for me. I do. Um, and mine is, I think it's a good, it's a good wrapping up of what you just said. Um, it follows along that it's like we planned it and we didn't even. Um, mm-hmm. And also, it's a shout out to our girl, Nikita Gill. Um, mm-hmm. She keeps getting tagged on our podcast. I don't know if she's listened to any of them. I know that she's seen at least one because I saw that she saw that we re like uh what do you call that I want to say retweeted and we're not on Twitter on Instagram reposted reposted that would be the word jeez um that we reposted something and she was tagged in it and I saw that she saw it so shout out to Nikita Gill um it's called a thousand versions of you you have shed a thousand skins to become the person you are today And if you ever feel overwhelmed by the many people you once were, remember, your bones have grown, but what makes them has never changed. Mm. So I think that that is important, what we started out saying, like, life is about change, and we're all going to change, and we've all had a thousand skins, but um, hold on to who we are. Yeah. Which is good. Definitely. I love her poems. They're so beautiful. I know. I watched one of her live casts recently on Instagram and it was just incredible. She's a good person. That Nikita Hill. Nikita Gill. (laughs) Well, mine is just short. It's by T.S. Eliot. And I think it's just a good reminder. Um, to have like a longer view of life uh, and not be so bogged down. I think there's being present in the moment and there's getting like sucked down into the moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a fine line to walk. So I think this is a good reminder. At least it is for me. This is one moment, but know that another shall pierce you with a sudden painful joy. And I really loved that sentiment that this is just one moment and another one is on its way with Mm -hmm. joy and hope and all the good things that come in this life as well yes this too shall pass as my grandmother always says yep too shall pass Mm -hmm. so uh with that this podcast 30 days has passed all right well i will talk to you probably very soon but on this podcast <laughs> next I will week talk to baby next week yeah all right enjoy your evening thank ciao. you ciao ciao thanks for listening to today's episode of from quarantine our greatest wish is that it brought some levity to your day if we made you laugh even a little bit then we accomplished our goal We are now live on all major platforms, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, as well as your favorite third-party apps. Just search for From Quarantine. 
You can find us on Instagram by searching from quarantine as well. And you can also reach us through our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends, but if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. Live together. Dialogue. What did you do today? Same thing I do every day, Pinky. Take over the world.